This is the VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life, insight into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the VO life. I'm Troy Holden, your blue collar voice of choice, your mouth of the South, so to speak. Do you, does anybody remember who, who the uh, guy in wrestling that was the mouth of the South? Um, I, I want to say, was it Jimmy Hart? And it wasn't Hart. I can't remember his last name. It could have been. The little skinny guy ran around. He was a manager, ran around yelling and screaming all the time. He was always stressed out. You know, he stressed over everything, stressed at the referee, stressed at the other, <clears throat> the other wrestler. You know, that's what they did. So, guess what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about VO stress and what it does to you and what you need to try to do to help manage that. Whether you are a newbie, you are in the middle, um, you know, you're you're doing better, you're making some money, uh, or even for someone that's accomplished, this might be some help. You've probably already got all this figured out or you wouldn't be accomplished. But um, VO stress is is real. I mean, it's very real. Um, and we'll, we'll hit on a lot of, uh, a different, I guess, different areas of it and why and what, and, uh, just kind of see what thoughts you have going on. Um, let's start out with getting work. Definitely stressful getting work. Where do I get work? How am I going to get work when you start up, you know, and, and we go on the platforms, we go to Upwork, we go to Fiverr, we go to Voquent, we go to Badalga, we go everywhere we can. And some of us, like I did early on, jumped on voices.com. I may have started a little too soon. A lot of people told me not to start that soon, but I was fortunate. It worked out okay. So, getting the work is very stressful. Where am I going to go? How do I set all this up? You know, starting out in this business is quite stressful. It's fun because you're learning so much and doing things and you get to see yourself or hear yourself progress. Excuse me. Allergies are still kicking my hind tail. Um, So you're, you're fighting that with everything you've got, you know, you're, you're doing that and it does stress you. It's the excitement though, maybe in the beginning, it offsets the stress. But, all right, you're starting to get a little work. Now what? Well, in my case, on Voices.com, it was auditions. I didn't know it was going to take 125, 130 to get the first job. And the first job was not really all that glamorous. Uh, it was a uh, Saturday Night Live Don Pardo voice. for. Uh, it was actually for a, a, a good-sized company. Um, it was for Deloitte, who's an accounting firm, and this was actually used somewhere overseas and it was for a sales meeting and they were just playing my thing in a sales meeting, you know, to start up the meeting. So, you know, it was okay. It paid okay. And, but it was to me, it was like, huh, you know, it wasn't even really me. Well, it was, I did the character, but when you talk about on that platform, the stress of doing so many auditions to get a job when you don't 
I, I guess you don't comprehend it on the front end. It takes a while. And then you get used to it and you get used to how their system works and you get a little better at your auditions. And of course, in my case, getting the coaching that I had made my auditions better. And I watched my ratios improve month after month, especially from March until now. Because as, as many of you know or remember, that's when I really cranked it, uh, getting into coaching and going to workshops and doing those things. That's when I saw things turn around. And I saw those numbers go from like 80 to 1 uh, audition ratio down to about 50 to 1. So that means I'm still going to do about 50 auditions before I get a job. And um, that's a lot. But out of those 50, keep this in mind. The percentage of those that are listened to on Voices.com, they don't, they don't listen to every audition. Um, I don't remember what my ratio is on that, but I think it's about 75% of what I audition for is heard. So 25 out of 100 are never heard. So you can't penalize yourself for those. You only take the ones that were heard and compare that for your success rate. And um, then you kind of know where you are. But should you be stressing over that? I can't tell you you should or shouldn't because I am still, I'm not an audition and forget it person on every audition. I am on most of them, but there's always one or two where I feel like, and those of you doing or at this stage, you know this, you just know you nailed it. You just know it was good. It felt great. You listen back to it. You're like, man, I can't, is that really me? Did I really read that that well? And your hope goes way up and you watch that one. And it, you know, three days later, it switches over from hiring uh, into deciding and you're watching it. Oh, they're deciding. And look, I've got the thumbs up. I'm favorited. I'm in the running here. And you keep watching it and you keep watching it. And, and it's stressful because you're waiting and waiting and hoping. And then all of a sudden it shows, boom, completed and you didn't get it. Or you look up at the top of the screen where it says awarded and it's lit up. Man, what a great feeling to get up early in the morning or, or maybe when you, you know, late in the afternoon, you flip over to your, uh, uh, to the site and there's that awarded thing. It's on, there's a number up there, a one or a two. I've only had a two come up once and that was awesome. But, um, yeah, it's stressful. It's very stressful. And, and then getting more work. You know, oh, I got a little work. Well, now I'm not getting anything. Why is it dead? Why is it quiet? Are you busy too? Is it slow for you on Fiverr? Uh, are you getting any bites on Upwork? Um, uh, you know, how are the auditions going? We're networking on there and talking to each other. And that's how we relieve some of that stress. Highly recommend if you're not in a lot of groups, get in some that are people very equivalent to you. Let me say this with that. This is not a stress-related thing, but when you outgrow a group, go find another one that has more people in it that are at your level. If you're a beginner, get in a beginner group for sure, but don't get stuck there forever. If you're doing okay after a few months and you're still seeing those same questions, those same things over and over, it's more beginners jumping in, go find another group. There's a lot, a lot of voiceover groups uh, on Facebook out there, a lot, and some aren't as active. And some are highly, highly active. Just be sure the one you're in is helping you not wasting your time because it's stressful if your time gets wasted. So 
What else? Marketing. I get stressed about marketing. I stress myself because I don't do enough. I, I, I do not follow my schedule or my pattern. I'm not doing the things on social media. I should because I'll get busy with my day job. I'll get busy actually getting work. And next thing I know, I'm trying to balance family time. I'm trying to balance everything else in there. And marketing always seems to fall to the bottom. And that's not good. Not good at all. So I need to put this on myself that I need to carve out that time whenever it is. And you know the what would be ideal for me? The bell just went off. Lunchtime. I can eat lunch at my desk. I have access to a PC. I can act, you know, I can bring in a thumb drive if I have stuff on there I want to upload. I could probably do that and that would not be breaking any rules or anything. So and of course you can do a lot of stuff right off your phone too. So you know, carve that time out and and dedicate to that and I have to do that. What else do we stress over? I know I stress over Fiverr and their analytics and the impressions and the thumbnails and the keywords. And I I used to track daily my impressions and clicks daily. And I would look at the previous seven days. Which way am I going? Up, down, up, down. And I'm going to tell you a month ago, month and a half ago, my impressions were awesome. I was doing really well. hundred, you know, my average was like 150 a day on my top two gigs. And I'm now down in the 40s. And there was a little incident on there a couple a couple months ago to where one of my gigs was an auctioneer gig and it was doing really well. And it had the word, I put the word in there that you could use an auction uh, as a prank on your brother-in-law to, you know, that you're selling his house or something and we could do a fake auction that, hey, while you were gone on vacation, you're not going to believe this. They, they sold your house and here's a, you know, here's a, a, a recording of it. And we could put in the names, we could do the announcements and it's a prank. Well, they, they not only flag that, they shut the gig down and it did something overall. And I got it off. I got it deleted. I rebooted it and it has never done the same, uh, never gotten the traction the other one had. Now you go in there and, and you search auctioneer. I'll pop up in that number one spot, probably, uh, or definitely on the first row, but usually in the number one spot. But it did something to my account put a mark on me and I can't seem to come out of that hole. Um, I'm getting better business there. I'm not going to lie. I had a really good, uh, a really good April there and have, have had an even better May, uh, right at, you know, a thousand bucks there. And that's good for me. I mean, cause I was squat, uh, you know, wallowing away at 200 bucks a month or 250 or 300. And I, a couple months ago, I made the jump, you know, and then this thing happened and, I've still had a good month, but it worries me that I'm, it's mostly repeat business. I'm not getting the organic business I was getting before. And you got to get the organic to get the repeat. If I get you, I got you, right? That's the way we should look at it. If I get you in, into the wagon, uh, I'm going to keep you there if I can. And I can't do that unless I, you know, am tracking well there. And that probably right now is my number one stress. Another stressful point is you, if you're working another job. It is your main source of income and you don't want to be sidetracked all day worrying 
stressing about your VO business. Uh, you can't do that. If you might have to work this other job for years, you don't know. It may be that you are always a part-time VO and you can adjust to that. But don't let one get in the way of the other. And if your VO job takes off and you're making almost as much in your, that you do in your day job, then you have to make that decision. Another stressful decision, when do I go full-time? You know, keep in mind that if you're like in my situation, you've got benefits, you've got things um, tied in with your your regular job that you'll have to make up for in your voiceover job, unless maybe your spouse can put benefits on their, uh, maybe they have a good job and they can get benefits if you drop yours. So weigh all that out, but that's stressful. You know, am, do I need to keep this? Do I need to do that? When, when do I quit? And uh, yeah, that's a very stressful thing. Family, family time, trying to work that in because you feel like you need every available minute to work on your voiceover business. And you do. You have to record jobs. You have to do your editing. You have to get stuff out. You have to look for new stuff. If, and you guys that are on Upwork, you know, you got you to gotta be in there searching and, and writing proposals. Uh, if you want work, I haven't been doing that. And it shows I, I've done very little on Upwork the last two months because I'm concentrating on voices.com. The payback is working because my income's going up, but my Fiverr, uh, my Fiverr, my Upwork income has really, really dropped. Um, so I, what I need to do is carve a, some 10 minute blocks, maybe two or three times a day just to get in there and look because I, I have my proposals. They're all pre-written. Uh, I use uh, snippets, and all I have to do is hit uh, X Upwork on my keyboard, and the whole proposal's in there. And then in the very top, I can personalize it with one sentence, maybe. I'd love to help you with your project about uh, geese flying over the Mediterranean. Yeah, I just made that up, but whatever. And now it's personal, but it's also got my information in there, the link to my voice, Sam, and away we go. Stress, stress, stress. So... Bottom line, let me wrap this up because we're pushing on into what I like to look at as my time limit. You have to find your stress points and you have to find a balance to not let it drive you crazy. It's very hard to do. So we, we, we need to determine a difference between what's highly important, what's mediocre important, and what's less important and try to work your way through those during the day. What's most important? Delivering your orders and and getting those there on time and that they're done very well. What's next more important maybe? Getting more work. Well, I have to do that through marketing, so I have to bring that into the fold. And and from there really it's just that constant cycle of those three things for now. You can concentrate on more and I say this because if you had an 8-hour day to do nothing but this, you would definitely get it all done, right? So what you have to do is say, well, I'm only doing half of that. Do I need four hours a day or two hours a day? What do I need? Well, how long does it take me to record everything I need to record in a day? And that's sporadic because I may go three or four days and have nothing. Well, what I'll do on those days is I'll put my focus somewhere else. Maybe it's family time. Maybe it's doing some more stuff at the house. Maybe it's a project I got going on. Maybe it's going and picking up a Coke machine like I did this weekend you know, to make my front porch on my shop look more like a little country store. You got to have outlets. So 
when it's slow, some people say, well, dig in and do more marketing, do this, do this, do this. Sometimes you could just step over and take a break, take a breather. And I think that's a good thing that will help your stress. And I've said this on other podcasts, try to have a some kind, try to have a schedule, some kind of schedule, whether it's time blocks or whatever, and you may have to move it around. It may have to change day to day, depending on when you have work. If you have work to do, that comes first and then do, I'm going to work on my fiber gig. I'm going to do this, do that. I'm going to get coaching this week, but get the work done first. And as I said just a minute ago, take some time away when there's a break in the action and there's, you know, I got nothing in the order queue. Take a little break, take a breather, de-stress, relax. The bottom line is this, be dedicated and be efficient, but don't be obsessed. Don't eat, sleep, and drink this too much or it will take away from the other parts of your life. VO stress is real. Whether we admit it or not, it's real. And sit down, take a deep breath some days, take a nap. Oh, I love taking naps. And just clear your mind every now and then, and then get back to work. And put everything you got into everything you do. But when there's nothing to do, de-stress, relax, take it easy. You know, take it easy. It's going to be okay. Because you're in this to win it. You're in it for the long haul. You're in it for the marathon. You're not trying to be an overnight success. It usually doesn't happen. So I hate to say be like me because I don't want you to be a hillbilly that um, has an accent because I'd like to corner that market myself. (laughs) But I do want you to take your time. I'm soon celebrating a full year in doing this. And, and, you know, I could almost say probably right now because I started up with um, the Bill DeWeese uh, blueprint about this time last year. And I had started trying to get a booth together and went and bought some PVC pipe and it wasn't heavy enough and it fell down when a cat jumped on it. And I had to start over and go get heavier pipe. And, you know, I was working my way through that in May and June and trying to practice and learn. And then in July, uh, if I I remember correctly, we were leaving to go somewhere for the 4th of July. Um, Maybe we were going to visit her parents. I think we were. Anyway, um, and I got a job that morning for a YouTube uh, ad. And it was really the, the first regular type thing I got. I'd gotten one or two before that, but they were odd. And, uh, yeah, the the first, uh, yeah, the first Fiverr job I got was saying something about this building when I walked by it and it was like, you know, something about people urinating on the building and how it smelled or something. And it was a lot, you know, it was just like three lines of work and it was $5, but I thought, is this what this is all about? I really wasn't too happy about it, but, uh, yeah, about a year ago. So you're a year in. I'm a year in. Some of you may not be that far. Some of you may be further and still feel like you're struggling. Look, take your time. Don't stress. Enjoy it. If you love this, stick with it. It'll all come together. So relax. Totally relax. Think about a meditation video. Go listen to our meditation uh, job and, and, and listen to one. You know, hey, there's another thing. And, and hey, another way to de-stress, listen to these podcasts. That's the way to do it. Uh, 
Hey, everybody, have a uh, great rest of the week. I thank you so much again for tuning in. You guys are too good to me. I appreciate the compliments. More interviews coming up, more good things coming up on the podcast. Keep watching, hoping that Apple gets things resolved and we'll get on there on our own, not have to piggyback the other channel for a while, but we'll do what we got to do until we get there. And uh, let's all enjoy the VO Life. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you, those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today. Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening.